Non-Negotiables podcast. It's your host Tom on the line. It's Saturday, the 25th of July. And it's just before 10. It's my rule. Up before 10. Anytime before 10, you're fine. When I got up today about sort of half past eight. <clears throat> about on a little walk around a uh, nondescript place in, in North London. Out a little walk on my way back. In today's podcast, looking at, well, last game of the season. Last game of the season, which would be Watford at home. And uh, we can't do anything. Uh, we can't go higher, really, than eighth. We can't finish lower than tenth. Uh, we have got a just a useless game, really. I mean, what's the point? But um, we've got to play it anyway. And on today's show, I think I will probably have a little season review. Uh, tell you what I think, maybe our player of the year, young player of the year, moment, goal. You know, stuff like that. If I just get straight back in, if I just get straight into it. Straight into it. I think our season overall has been... An absolute, an absolute shit show. It's been an absolute shit show. Uh, it's obviously started off with Emery. I mean, I can't even really remember the first, the start of the season. It's so fucking long ago. But I remember winning the first. I remember watching the first game. I think it was away to Newcastle. We won that one 0 and it was the first time. Well, basically, we went into the season after only went. I think keeping one clean sheet away from home last season that was when we beat Watford away 1-0 and we were shocking that game <laughs> I think it was when we were wearing that mint kit and that was one of the worst kits I've ever seen it was gross fucking horrible like an ice cream but but we did obviously kick off that hoodoo quickly and then the second game I think we beat Burnley I watched that down the pub a couple of my mates and that was great Danny Sabias looked like like the best player in the world, and Aubameyang got that winner. Who scored the first goal that game? I can't quite remember who scored the goal that game. Um, oh, I know Reese Nelson had a goal which was disallowed. Fuck, oh, you know what? I can't quite remember who scored the first goal in that game. It's peculiar. I don't know. Who gives a shit anyway? Maybe it's a banger made twice. Oh, I don't know. But no, we started the season off, it was Emery in charge, and who, who, would, have, who would have thought the fucking horror show that was going to succeed those two opening games? Because the first few games, we weren't doing too bad. But just the old, the old things reared their ugly heads. Horrible defence. You know, spaces here, there, and everywhere. You know, obviously still in the Europa League. And that was a shit show as well. Going out of that to Olympiacos, that was terrible. Um, but as a whole, the season has been... It was shocking. We wanted change. We got change. The change came in the form of Mikel Arteta. I think it was the Leicester game. After the Leicester game, it should have been put into, put into the... Put into 
should have been done then. So we would have had an extra two weeks before we had to fucking try and cane it in the middle of Christmas. We came in and don't think we scored until, so I don't even want a game until Arsenal, until we beat, beat Man United. That was brilliant. Beating Man United, New Year's Day, I think that was. To sort of start the year off well with a win against, you know, 2 0 win against Thingy, against United. We played really well that game. The way we were pressing was fantastic. I mean, that was the things to come. That was a taste of things to come. We were all frothing at the mouth. Yeah, I thought it was going to be, you know, the new, the second coming of Jesus. You know, all hail Arteta with his new press. Absolutely fucking brilliant. And that was absolutely fantastic. And first it goes for like moments, like games against the big boys. I mean, Man City, shite at their place. I think that was a 3 0 loss at our place, then at their place. United, we drew to them 1 0, their place. Beaten 2 0 at our place, they didn't beat us this season, which is brilliant. Chelsea, Chelsea, we smashed them in the first half, but then just Bert Leno just gifted, and, and Mustafi. Fucking idiot. Gifted them a 2 1 2 1 win. Absolute joke. That was the stupidest game I've ever seen. I mean, we were absolutely killing them first half. Batman scored that header from like a little flick on in the corner. And then, yeah, absolute joke. Do you know what I mean? Go and fucking lose the game. So, what the fuck is everybody doing? You know, oh, God, it was ridiculous. They had no fucking. They had no fucking chances in the first half. They had no fucking chance in the second half before a big... Until Jorginho got booked and then yanked back Genduzzi on the halfway line and then the referee was like, no, 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 that's not a foul, that's not a booking. I mean, it's always a booking, you know. Red Harry Wink should have had that booking. I think this, uh, uh, um, players, opposition players are immune to getting booked for, for obvious... Pull back challenges on Arsenal players when they're obviously a book. Ten out of ten times they're a booking and they don't fucking give them any. And that was ridiculous. Spurs, obviously, you know, less said about that the better, really. We drew to them two all. Went two nil down. That was fucking shit. That was absolute shit. Um, and then they obviously beat us at their place. Um, Liverpool. Liverpool, we beat them in the league. Got smashed. We played all right at Anfield, even under Emery, but then smashed them off at our place, which was great. But moment of the season. I'm going to save the moment of the season because the only decent bit of the season to come is the FA Cup final. You can't lay your hat on anything else which has happened, which is half decent in this whole season. Half mile, maybe Arteta coming in, but obviously we haven't seen the full potential of Arteta so I can't really have that as a moment it is a moment but not the moment the moment could be on Saturday the 1st of August at about half past seven quarter to eight that's when we could be lifting the, lifting the FA Cup trophy I mean in front of possibly about 5,000 fans but I'll do a preview to that show next week but I oh, I just it, it's so much riding on that so much riding on that I might just crawl up into a ball and cry before the game, during the game and after the game. I mean it's just it needs it needs we need to win that. To have any 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 shred of credibility. Any shred of 
any shred of a shield against the shit show that all the other fans are going to throw on us. You know, finishing 10th or 9th. It's basically below Tottenham out of the top six. You know, it's just the shittest season. <laughs> Apparently going to wear our new kit. Our new kit, I don't really like the crew neck cut on it. It's a, uh, unless it was a bit tighter and a bit more fitted. Sleeves look good, the back detail's nice. Um, it's a nice shirt, it's a good, it's a nice shirt, but I think this, this year's, this year's is the one, and hopefully because um, they're gonna start selling a new shirt, maybe the other, the other shirt can be slightly cheaper if it gets knocked down. I said to my mate, if we win, if we win, <coughs> the FA Cup, I'll buy this year's home strip. I think I'll look better in that one. I'll, I'll suit a V-neck when it comes to Arsenal shirts. The last shirt I got actually was the, uh, was the 2017 shirt. I think it was the first Puma shirt. I, re- I maintain that was really n- a nice shirt. A very pleasant shirt, but yeah, the yeah this one this season shirt was was very nice, it was very nice indeed. Even though it looks a bit baggy, looks a bit baggy on the players. I mean, Lacazette stopped tucking his fucking shirt in. It just looks a bit too baggy on him, and I think that's probably why he hasn't been performing as well. But um, but anyway, so the shirt, yeah, I like the new shirt. Shirt's okay. It's not a patch on this shirt this current season and it's a shame that we're not going to actually be wearing it but regardless I think I'll buy the older strip because I prefer the look of it also on the, on the state of shirts I believe that Saka is definitely going to be number 7 next season which is bloody fantastic I think that's absolutely wicked and I think it'll be it'll be top draw number 7 also um, I saw in a club shop that Saliba's I think taken a number 4 shirt off Elneny I'm not sure Onene even wore the, wore the number four. He certainly didn't deserve the number four. You know, if you, Onene walks into a room with Patrick Vieira and Cesc Fabregas, they tell him to fuck off and leave and sort his teeth out. Because that would have been a fucking joke. Or Mertesacker would probably be in the, in, the, in the corridor as well because, well, when I'd be upstairs because he's academy coach now, I guess. But, but no, so, player of the season for the Arsenal, I think it's, um, well look, front to back, I mean, Bert Leno would have a shout and being our player of the year because he has actually played very, very well, but with the emergence of Martinez, it sort of looks as if he, he's not, you know, it's a lot tougher now, it's a lot closer, you know, a bit more of a headache, a bit more competition, which is good, but you can't really look past the Bamiang, really. Can't look past the Bamiang, Bamiang's had a fantastic season in a shit team in terms of goal scoring. There's things he can improve upon. I mean, he could be a better leader. He leads by example, but he could be a better leader, you know. But things he does work hard. When he's down the left-hand side, he never misses a game. He goes up and down the wing. I think he's got it for his goals and his contribution. And if he stays, that'd be the icing on the top of the cake. But no, I think, yeah, he'd be my player of the season. Jack has played well. Obviously, the emergence of Sack has been brilliant. Lacazette's improved since the restart. Um, who else has played well? Kieran Tierney has played well, but obviously Paul has been injured for the most of the season. But he's done very, very well. Um, other than that, obviously Martinelli coming through. He's been 
he's been brilliant when he's had the chance and obviously if we'd beaten Chelsea at Stamford Bridge it would have been a lot better but you know getting that goal that he scored was fucking quality but look I have high hopes for him and Saka and uh, hopefully Eddie but he doesn't have the X factor I don't think I don't think Eddie has the X factor which is the thing that's holding him back um, whereas Saka and Martinet, they have got they've got that X factor and uh, I don't think Maitland-Niles needs that X factor I think he's more sort of a functional player as, a, as defensive and midfielders are usually useful especially defensive players especially if you're supposed to be deployed as a wing back but yeah I think yeah I mean the Batman has to get the player of the year I mean and he needs to stay because we're not going to be able to replace his goals and his output and yeah, two hundred fifty thousand a week. It's not startling. It's not like Urza on fifty three hundred and fifty grand. You know, and he's an older man now. He's, he's thirty one years old. He can keep going till he's thirty four. Ronaldo is. Lewandowski is. Messi is. Top draw player still, and he's in elite company. That five, five seasons, twenty plus goals. It's Ronaldo, Lewandowski, Messi, and big boy Pierre. You know, no one else is doing that. And he's doing it in a shit team, so God, imagine if he was in a good team. Or imagine if he, no, imagine if Arsenal were good. Imagine if Arsenal had any decent players. Imagine if Arsenal had Ozil in his prime in front of Patrick Vieira, Emmanuel Petit, that sort of creative spark. You know, Omri up front, Babin coming in from the left, Jesus Christ. You know, and maybe even like Perez or Lundberg on the, on the right hand side. I mean, He's, he's playing that well. I think. I think definitely sign him up. Take the hit because it's a guarantee, pretty much. We obviously touch wood. It's a guarantee that he was going to perform for you. It's absolute guaranteed. Nailed on. Whereas Özil, you know, he was he, he played uh, like well for about three months and then got the contract and then just literally dithered. As if he know. If it, as, as if he knows. But he's. He's past his prime. You know, even if he came back, he's, he's way past his prime. We think, oh, he's still a good player in there. He, that, that player's long gone now. Head's gone. His head's... His head's he's not on the beach. He's in a different fucking universe. He just does not give a shit, I don't think. And Arteta's probably said to him, look, mate, I can't do it. I can't give it you. I can't give you the appearances. can't give you the match, match day squad bonuses. This is ble- you're bleeding the club dry and I can't do it. Just take your, take your money and just fuck off. You know, I can imagine that um, Ozil's been trying to... Come in, Mesut. Come in, Mesut. Come in the doorway. Come in. Yeah, maybe need to come. Tilt your head a little bit. Come in, I need to have a little... Come on. I need to have a little chat with you. I need to have a little chat. I'll have a little chat with you. What's it, What is it, Mikhail? What is it? Come on, Ozil, man. I mean, you... You're earning absolute buckets of money, pockets are full of money. You just at home playing your PlayStation. You're dicking about, you know. You're getting Sayed Kalasnak to fight your battles for you. You've had a baby. You've got a big house. You're bleeding the club dry. I'm really sorry. I know we were teammates together, and you're a wicked footballer. You'd be great at five aside. You've got this unbelievable talent. But let's face it, you've you've fucked it. You've absolutely fucked it. So I'm really sorry, mate. Oh. All the best to you, but you're not going to be playing. You're not in the match day squad. You're not in the not in the team. You can train with us with your new Nike boots because you've just been dropped. But look, I can't give you all the appearances bonuses, the match day squad bonus. I can't give you all that. No goal bonus, no assist bonus, no nothing. 
you've just got to just earn your wage and by the time and the contract expires you fuck off that's it's totally fine I don't mind you know I, I don't care anyway I don't like this club I'm I, I preferred it when I was playing with Ronaldo so I looked a lot better and I was in a Real Madrid team and you know I don't care about this team I know you don't care I know yes it's fine I'm just living the dream I'm just like I'm I'm I've literally unlocked unlocked the chest I know that possibly some people in England think that it's the third choice or second choice goalie is the best job in the world or the best job in football. But trust me, being Mesoterzo is a lot, lot better. And afterwards, when my contract is expired, I know the president of Turkey. And I'm sort of Turkish anyway. I will pack my bags, I will go to Turkey. But if I don't even want to play football anymore, I can do whatever I want. I can go to play for Fulham. There's lots of sexies in Fulham. I could just go and play for Fulham and still live in my place. Or play for Watford. I, I don't give a shit. You know, I just go there. I say, oh, give me 100. Uh, give me 50, 50, 50 kajigas a week. I'll just play for you. Or sit on the bench. I don't give a shit. All I do is play PlayStation. And my, I pay for my child to be looked after. My, my wife. You know, do we based? Probably not. It's just a very, it's a big lack of any motivation anymore for us. I just don't think he cares. He gave us one good performance last season. One good performance. He scored one and, you know, obviously the architect of two absolutely incredible goals. Which means he still has it. He just doesn't give a fuck anymore. It's just, what's the fucking point? He just does not get any, does not give a shit. Does not care in the slightest. And it's, it's a shame, really, that he's bled the club dry and when him and Genduzi are gone, it'd be good fucking riddance to him, if you ask me. Genduzi's just a weird one. If you're acting like that... If you're acting like that and you're, what, 21, 22 years old, whatever it is, show him the fucking door, son. Do you know what I mean? Get rid. Get rid. Goal of the season. Goal of the season. I don't really know, actually. Tot- um, Lacazette's goal against Tottenham would have won it if we'd won that game. No shadow of a doubt. He would have, you know, that would have been fine. Um, uh, the goals against Newcastle were very good. Ironically, Ozil's goal was very good with all the passing that came before it. Pepe's goal was good with a little sack of nutmeg. That was fantastic. What do you think in the league? He was scoring against, well, obviously, Gabriel Martinelli's against Chelsea was fucking brilliant as well. Um, he was scoring decent ones or banning under overhead kick but obviously that was a that would have won us the game and then we fucked it a lot of these goals came in losses we can't really score good goals in, in big wins can we not the Liverpool no Man City well the Man City FA Cup goal the first one as a team goal that was incredible and the finish was fantastic it was absolutely fantastic um, I'm really, I'm really struggling to figure out any decent. I mean, uh, Lacquer, Lacquer's, yeah, probably the Spurs goal. He hasn't really scored many goals. That hasn't been fucking fantastic. Pepe scored a good goal against Brighton, didn't he? It was a good goal. Scored one against West Ham. It was a good goal. Um, they cut inside and pinged it far post. Um, Granite Xhaka, he's not scored any bangers this season, has he? The first goal of the season, a Batman scoring Newcastle. 
pass, touch and finish, that was good. As, as it goes for goals this season, it's... Oh, Joe Willett scored one against, uh, against Liverpool. That was a great goal. And then again, we lost that game as well. God, if it was... Yeah, best goal in a fucking loss. Best goal... In a, I think we've got to give it to... Isn't it? Shame, really. You can't give it to Martinelli or, or Lacazette or Willock. And we've got to give it to... Let's give it to, let's give it to Pepe, the Saka goal. That was a great goal, a little nutmeg by Saka and he crossed and he put it in. That was on my birthday as well, so that was a good goal. Any of those goals can win it for me. Um, yeah, so we've gone through the sort of moment of the season. Player of the season, goal of the season. The low light of the season. The worst part of this season. Christ. The lowest... The worst part of this season uh, well, is the Olympiacos game where we played them at their place and we won 1-0, I believe. Was it 1-0? I think we did win 1-0, didn't we? Did we win 1-0? Or draw 0-0? I think we might have beaten them 1-0. I think Lacazette scored. Made it 1-0. To us, yeah, I think we beat them one 0 at their place. Then they came back and they, yeah, they scored that header, that header from that big fucking massive bloke from the corner, and just nobody was fucking looking at anybody there. No one was marking anybody. It was like, no, no one's going to score here. Let's just fucking just do nothing. And that guy came in and scored the header, and so that was one all. That was equals equals, and then. And then the Bamiang scored that quality overhead kick, and we we're like, "Oh my god, we've that's put us through. We've won the game." And the very last minute, they fucking everybody falls asleep at the back. You know, David Luiz falls asleep. Mustafi follows him and says, "Oh, if he's going to have a snooze, I'm going to fall asleep as well." Fucking idiot, you know. And then fucking El Arabi, fucking dickhead. Worst, one of the worst. One of the worst strikers ever. Fucking pops it in. And we go out of the cup and... I mean, it's sort of not bad for our season, really. That means, that, you know, hopefully the FA Cup can be it done and dusted and everyone can fucking rest. But that was a horrible moment. That was terrible. I think um, losing against Chelsea... Losing against Chelsea, that was terrible. Oh, the two Chelsea games were fucking horrible. Bar fucking Martinelli's wonder goal and Bellerin's last gasp equaliser obviously that was a shit show of Mustafi playing the worst pass ever as if he's been playing five aside for two for two hours and the laziest under most under hit terrible pass baby pass I've ever seen and obviously David Luiz gets sent off and apparently didn't make a charge challenge for the ball so it wasn't so you know we've we haven't been we've haven't we haven't been given the benefit of the doubt in terms of double jeopardy ever and it's because oh we didn't challenge for the ball refs refs don't give a shit refs don't give a shit about Arsenal it's just a joke and then obviously in the home game Arteta should Arteta you know everything was going to plan in the first half and then everything went to shit you know Bert Leno makes a complete cock up Mustafi makes a complete cock up and 
and we go down 2-1. That was an absolute smash and grab from Chelsea. That was embarrassing. That was a low light, watching that. God, what other lows have there been? Losing to Tottenham recently, that was a fucking low point. That was fucking horrible. Should not have lost that game. That was an absolute juketh. Um, drawing a Bournemouth as well. They're terrible. Leicester as well. The first half against Leicester. They just throw that down the, down the fucking drain. That was a bit of a low light, really, if I'm being totally honest. Okay, what's going on here? Um, going down the leagues, going down the leagues. We did. I think it's sort of all. It's just all the draws, really. All the draws. If we had to turn a few of those draws into wins, I think say. Pardon me. Say we turned. Yeah, we Wolves at home. Sheffield. That's an extra four points. Um, Chelsea at home. Extra three points. That's seven. Um, where else have we? Where else have we fucked up on? Well, that's an extra seven points anyway. Those seven points, I think we're on 56 at the moment, aren't we? I think it's 56. Yeah, plus those then be 63. I think we'd be level. We'll level with two of the teams, because Chelsea, obviously, they wouldn't have had those three points. And Wolves wouldn't have that point as well. Sheffield, I mean... I mean, yeah, it was... Too many draws. To be taken for this season, way too many draws. You know, if we could turn those draws... Because every... thing is, Arsenal have been shit. We just, the only trouble is we've been shitter than, every, than everybody else. Like, when everybody else has had a shit season, we've just been slightly shitter. Like, your Leicester's, Man, Manchester United's, Chelsea's. Yeah, even Spurs to an extent. We've just we been a shit as them, just a little bit shitter. You know, and just haven't turned those draws into results, into wins, where they could have been with, like, you know, a couple of different players or or whatever like that. And it's just a bit of a shame, really. I mean, this season will be remembered for the amazing kit, the Aubameyang debacle, Saka. Saka's going to be unbelievable. Saka number seven. I mean... Dream, absolute dream for him. Fucking made up for him. Made up for Bakayo Saka. Absolutely brilliant. I mean, he's just... Oh, he's, he's the best young player. He's the best young player. The top players at the moment, I mean... Saka. He'll be up there soon with Sancho and Mbappe. Sancho and Mbappe, Erling Haaland will be up there. Obviously, um, and Saliba is exciting. See what Saliba might be able to do. Saliba will be absolutely fantastic. Hopefully. You know, and I'm made up for Saka. But look, against Watford, what would I do? Well, I'd be resting players. I think I would. You saw that we got a warning sign in the uh, the Coupe de la the Coupe de la Ligue. Is it Coupe de la Ligue? Coupe de la Ligue. And Kylian Mbappe. Kylian Mbappe was fell was fouled. 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 And uh, he came off, and he was cry- He was crying. He came off the pitch, and he was crying, crying. 
and he hurt his ankle. The whole weight of like pain came down on him. And they probably said this is for Kilian when they won the cup. So they did win the cup, but yeah, it was a bad foul. And so, but even though that was in the final, made me think, you know what? Watford are going to be up for it, you know? The last, the, the last hurrah. They're going to need to be up for it anyway, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't risk it. Also, I thought from a tactical standpoint, those players are going to be zeroed in, laser beam focused on the FA Cup Finals tactics and how they play. And might be best to give the other boys a run out because it's, it's, a, it's a gimme anyway. It's a gimme. Do I think we'll win? Probably will win it. Yeah, probably will. But, um, but yeah, rest our players. Keep the big boys on the bench in the stands. Focus on the FA Cup final, I'd say. But, um, but yeah. All right, well, that's, that's the sort of preview. Oh, my prediction for the game. 2-0. 2-0. Maybe they go down with a whimper. Who's going to score? Let's say... Eddie and Katia get to them both. Nice one. Okay, guys. Well, have a lovely weekend. And I'll, uh, I'll do one of these, another one. I'll do another one of these after the game. My name's Tom. This is the non Gophers Arsenal podcast. You can find us on Pocket Casts, Breaker, Spotify, Google Podcasts now. And iTunes will be some one day. I just need to keep taking inspiration. Maybe need to sort of start doing it inside so I can start shouting. Anyway, all the best. Take care. Bye-bye.